0: Hey guys, um, good morning. Uh, This is probably be the last, you know, podcast out record for some reasons, but I'm quite confident that, yeah, this will be like the best out record so far. I want to say thank you to the four people who always view my status. I think I have an idea of who these two of you are. So, I want to say thank you, really. At least I know uh, four is better than zero, just like they say, half bread is better than none. So, uh, today on the podcast, I'll be talking about one thing, and that thing is faith. Now, if you are a believer, you would know that this is something that's talked about all the time, virtually all the time. This is one of the most preached topics, this is one of the most written-on topics, so, so many materials on faith. So the question becomes, why will I be talking on faith? I could easily refer you to material or anything. Well, you see, I got to realize that in Christ, there are positions, and then there are the experiences of those positions. You can know your position and not yet experience what that position means experientially. And this podcast is targeted at, you know, achieving that, helping, you know, believers to uh, experience the positions they have in Christ. But before any further ado, let's pray. Lord in heaven, we bless your name, hallowed be your name. We thank you for bringing us thus far. We thank you because you will take us father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Alright, so, as usual, if you've been reading on faith so much, you would know that Hebrews chapter 11 is the most used verse on faith. So, I'm still going to use it, but then it's going to be a little bit different, at least. So, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 to 3, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report and so on and so forth. I love those verses so much. But you know, the deal is, many of us read it so much that we don't get the essence of what is there. Especially many of us, you know, read the Acts of the Valiant Men in Hebrews. We read that, oh, Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter and chose to suffer affliction, the affliction of Christ, and all of that, and all of that. And then we read of something, the Bible says... um. And time will not permit me to talk of Samson of Barak, who stopped the mouth of lions, escaped the edge of the sword, violence of fire, everything, everything, everything. And if you want to go further then, um, this is one place that's a of, that is shied of in Hebrews chapter 11, the part where he begins to talk that this by faith, these guys, you know, um, encountered persecutions and, you know, they endured. Women refused to let their dead come back to life. Um because they were waiting for a more excellent reward. So, 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 so many, many, many wonderful things. However, you should know that one thing that should be noted in Hebrews chapter 11 is all those stories were Old Testament stories. What does that mean? It means that these guys, Hebrews chapter 11 and John, it ends on the note that these guys, though they knew of a promise, they could not enter that promise without us. So, those things, actually are small or are infinitesimal to the things which are afforded us believers. Now, let me explain hebrews eleven one says now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things on sin. That part there is new covenant reality. that Bible there the writer of Hebrews was addressing Christians there. In the subsequent verses, he begins or she begins to address and bring anecdotes of, you know, the old covenants and the people of the old covenants who exercised faith. And what I mean the old covenants, I, I mean also um, before the law and Abraham, that's before the law all that period, which runs down to Abel and Adam and everything. So these guys had faith. Okay, Um, now, Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 says, Let us now, you know, um, move on from the elementary principles of doctrine of Christ and let us press on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God and of laying on of hands and so on and so forth. Well, you see, one thing about Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 is, Many theologians have different opinions of it, and I know why. I'm not going to bore you with theology because really I'm very, very excited about this. But some believe that the doctrine that is um, the doctrines um, that are pointed out in every 6 1 are Old Testament doctrines. So when we say faith towards God, and I subscribe to that idea, but I'm not explaining that. Too. When we say faith towards God, these Old Testament guys had faith to God. They had faith towards God. And so by this faith, they did so many wonderful things. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3 says, By faith, Abel was counted righteous. One. And by faith, his sacrifice was reckoned with by God. King James says his gifts. So you know that the difference between um, Cain and Abel, the reason why Abel um, Cain's sacrifice was not accepted, it wasn't because um, of their good works. It was actually because of faith. Abel believed God just like Abraham and it was counted to him as righteousness. So we also, we believe God and then because of Jesus. And that's the difference between the old, the covenants before the old, before the new covenants and the new covenant. Jesus, he makes all the difference. So the Bible says now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. So the Bible says in the book of um, Romans chapter 4 verse 17, Now God calls the things which be not as though they were. And we know that the resultant effect of that is that those things become, they come into reality because God called them. Eh? And when God called them, you know, he didn't doubt that it would happen, right? Because, you know, he has all the power. Well, newsflash, God is in you. So when the Bible says, whatever you shall ask of me, believing, you shall receive. Yes, it is that same power, the same power that was pulled, you know, into all creation, the same power that lies when you speak in faith. You don't get it yet. All right. Let's 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 paint a picture. The Bible says, and if any of you shall see unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the ocean, what will happen? The mountain will follow. the analogy before that was the story before that was the apostles came to Jesus and asked, Lord, Increase our faith. And Jesus was saying to them, you don't need little faith or small faith. What you need is faith. Because even if you have faith and your faith is as small as a mustard seed, you will say unto a mountain, be removed, and it will be removed. So what this means is, you know, in the book of Matthew chapter 28, Jesus says, all power and authority in heaven and the earth I have taken it. And then he ended up giving us that authority. So that is our position in Christ. We have it. We are righteous. We have it. Eh, We are above principalities and powers. Demons cannot trouble our lives. We have it. But the experience of it lacks because of faith. So by faith, we pull those resources into our lives. Let me give an anecdote. Yesterday night, um, I was feeling sick. Like, very sick. And this is something that has been going on for like the whole week. I've been quite weak. My bones and my muscles were acting up. So yesterday afternoon, I was reading a book, Zoe, by um, Kenneth Yagin. E. Pastor Kenneth again, and ah, I realized that really I have God's life in me. I cannot be sick. So when I realized that, and then my body began to act up once again, I was like, "How oh God!" My body acting up again. and I remembered, ah, no, 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 no. I have God's life in me, and I was like, "No, no, 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 I cannot be sick." And guess what? <laughs> A few minutes after that, the weight of that illness completely left me, and I woke up this morning, and trust me. I don't feel it anymore at all. Even the pains that were because I was doing some work with my hands, they are gone completely. Now, the Bible says in the book of 1st Peter chapter 3, I think. Peter was quoting Isaiah chapter 55. He said, "For by his stripes you were healed." Isaiah says, "By his stripes you are healed." Peter says that is a, that is a past tense now that we're in Christ. So by his stripes, we are already like The healing is past. So, why do we fall sick as believers? Well, I'm not going to answer that. But what I do know is, if you fall sick as believers, we are healed already. So, we pull the resources of healing through and in our lives by faith. So, our position, demons cannot trouble us. So, let's say we dream and it's as though a masquerade is chasing us in the dream. We know that this is kata kata. We throw it away. We discard it. Why? We have faith. It is the substance. Now, let's 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 analyze that a bit. The faith is the substance. Now, which means at this present dispensation, faith is the substance of things we hope for. Which means that you know the Bible says in the Book of Romans chapter five verse eight, uh, "Hope make it not ashamed." So when we hope and we say, "Oh, as a believer, I have this hope of my calling, which is, oh, I will you know be one day caught up to God." That assurance we have it because of faith, which means. There will not be any occasion of we missing the rapture as believers. Do you get me? Because by faith we have that hope already, and hope make it not ashamed. Okay, let me let me demystify the stuff. In this new dispensation, faith is the substance of things we hope for. So let's say we are hoping for some financial gratification. The Bible says, anything you ask, ask believing, and you will receive. It means that. Prayers of petitions are not prayers we ought to spend hours on. We ask and we believe and we will receive. Now, when we have faith, we have received already. Eh? Okay. Because Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 signifies that faith is an end and not a means. All right. No, 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 no. This is not a sermon. Trust me, it's not a sermon. It's really just me, you know, purging my emotions' house on this. So, now faith is the evidence of things unseen, because by faith we know that the world was framed out of the elements that we do not see. God spoke; we were not there, but we know that this world existed because God spoke. We believe. We got saved, but for by grace are you saved through faith? We believe that Jesus died. The Book of First Peter chapter two says, um, "Count it all joy when you are, you know, confronted with manifest temptations." And the Bible says, "Um, in First Peter also, um." In whom you believe, talking about Jesus, having not seen. We didn't see Jesus, but we believed and we are saved. We didn't see God, but we believed and we are saved. And now we have the Holy Spirit and we enjoy newness of life. Hallelujah. So now faith is the substance. So whenever we have any hope, if there be any hope in the life of a Christian, we know that by faith, that hope is substantiated. We have it already which is why we are in heaven now. This is not to say we are not going to go to heaven. It is to say that that heaven we are going to, it is fulfilled and revealed already in us. So when it is time for us to go there, there will not be any occasion of we not appearing there. To balance this a bit, in the biblical dispensations, I would like to call it that, there are three three time zones. There is the, old covenant time zone that works by symbols. There's a new covenant time zone that works by faith. And there is the um, millennial and afterwards time zone that works by sight. Now, let me explain. Let's use the temple as an example. The figure of the temple we know that to be the believer. So, God shifted camp from the Old Testament to the New Testament, and the camp shifted from a temple of hands to a temple of the spirit of the body of the believer, now it doesn 't end there in the in the post millennial time zone, if that temple is no longer the believer. the temple, according to revelations chapter twenty one or twenty two one of them, is God and the Lamb of God. So we see three dispensations: symbols, faith, and sight. Now, what this means is for the guys in the old covenant, they didn't even have a perfect symbol of heaven. All they had was Shekinah, the glory of God, the actual biblical word meaning do- which is doxa. So they had that as a figure of heaven. Unfortunately, not everyone could experience that and not even they could not enter into it. So when the glory of God overshadowed the temple of Solomon, everything stopped because God had come. In the new covenant, that glory is revealed in us. For we know that the sufferings of um, this present time is nothing compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us. That means, um, what's that? Future tense, I be yeah. That is coming into the what what do I call it now? Um, the post millennial time zone, the time zone of sight, faith becoming sight. So that's that for that. So in the new covenant, because of the Holy Spirit which is in our spirits. Doxa, the glory of God, Shekinah, is revealed in our spirit. Hebrews chapter nine. Now, post that glory, <laughs> I, get, I I feel you get the drift. So really, so if you're going through you know hard times at this present point, um, know this, know this, know this. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Let not your faith waver. You see, one thing about faith is, if you have faith, you're unstoppable. Amen? Trust me, no one can stop you. You're a moving train. You're a bullet train. And that's what God has done for you. So don't doubt it. If God says, hey, you're righteous, don't doubt you standing before God. If you pray and say, oh, Lord, I want financial gratification, emotional gratification, or even if you say, Lord, give me a love life. Don't doubt it, because it's going to come. The Bible says God feeds the beasts of the field and the ravens which fly. If God can feed these animals who are spiritless beings, how much more you, whose spirit and body is joined to the Lord? Brethren, whatever is just, whatever is profitable, whatever is perfect, whatever is edifying, think on these things. Your faith is wavering on an issue. Look for scriptural verses and, you know, pray on them. And faith will soar in you. You see, one thing we should realize is the definition in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 is not a theological definition. Faith has no theological definition. Faith is experiential. And the moment we realize that, the moment we know that the resources of heaven are pulled experientially into our lives by faith. So if you're struggling with sin, <coughs> 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 Sorry, if you're struggling with sins, it's not time for you to, you know, mope and say, Ah, God. No, 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 no. It's a time for you to focus on the life in you, Zoe, God's life. God is in you. If you are seeking for anything, remember, God is in you. You're unstoppable. Don't forget it. God is is in you. Amen. (laughs) See, I believe I've spoken so much, but I do believe and I do pray that these things translate, you know, to spirit and life, to someone who needs it. Lord in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity. We say hallowed be your name. Oh, Lord in heaven, help us to be conscious of you in us. You working through us, by us, in us. In Jesus' name. Amen.